The Valley Hub Stories podcast acknowledge traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded, Gumbanga Country. We acknowledge continuing connection to and care of country throughout time. Welcome to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. Today, you will hear bleats and moos some clucking, maybe even some turkey goggles, all for a very good cause. I'm talking with Jody from Pets and Critters Petting Zoo, along with Sarah from Sarah J Creative, about a very exciting project you'll be keen to jump on board with, I'm sure. Here, Sarah and Jody run me through their day-to-day, their collaboration and their long-term friendship. This is a joy-filled podcast episode with lots of laughing, trust me. You don't want to miss this. So let's get started. Jody and Sarah, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having us, Penny. So we are currently at Jody's Petting Zoo, Pets and Critters. So you'll hear lots of different animal noises in the episode today, from bunnies to peacocks to, <laughs> to cows, lots of different animals. So um, I first want to ask a little bit about both of you. So Jody, can you firstly tell me about you? I'm the crazy animal person these days. We've been on the farm for 10 years. Mobile petting zoo's been four. And then just this year, we've started on farm visits, which is really cool. Cool. Sarah? Well, I am a an artist, I'm going to say, but mostly I do photography, a bit of painting, a bit of birth work. And yeah, I live in Barrowville as well and uh, am friends with Jody. So tell me about your friendship. You have a pretty special and, and, and long-term friendship. Yeah, five. <laughs> Year five. I was the little geeky kid that showed the new girl around. Yeah. We moved up from Sydney when um, I was in year five and started the new school and Jody at Barrowville Central and Jody was the girl that showed me around school. And Jody, did you grow up here? Yeah, Barrowville, born and bred yeah. since I think kindy we started. Yeah, and I did the 10 years, 11 years at Barrow Central. Yep. So we did move away for 10 years and then come back and build on the farm and yeah, but definitely I, I consider myself local. If I don't know them, the hubby or the parents or, yeah, we're definitely both Barra girls. Mm. Jodie's one of those people that when you go out with her, like you, you're out for an extra half an hour because she's stopping and talking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'm a, a little bit different, I think, because we moved here when I was in year five, didn't quite know all the locals so much, plus I... I moved away as well and came back. So I know quite a few people, but not as many as Jody. Because, yeah. yeah. Right. So Jody, you've been on the podcast before and we've we've talked briefly about uh, how you started your petting zoo, but can you just give us a brief rundown? Oh, I'm, I blame the daughter all the time. I actually had someone tell me the other day that they'd had a lady say that, that you know, it's not even the mother's business. It's the daughter's business. <laughs> <laughs> it's the love that M has had, and since she was two or three, it was tadpoles and frogs and butterflies, and so I definitely so many butterflies. Yeah, she's always collecting Cocoons. butterflies. Yeah, yeah, and it's just changed from you know 
Christmas presents, there's always something that breathes. <laughs> but um, definitely that that's where the inspiration has come from to to do the whole animal thing. But, you know, sharing the love and passion with everyone is pretty cool. Mm. And Sarah, you're like a collective piece of art in yourself. <laughs> and I've been thinking about which part do I ask about? <laughs> but let's let's talk about photography. Let's talk about photography. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I only sort of picked up a camera like back in, yeah, I'm going to say 2011, <laughs> I probably bought my first camera because I used to uh, work on Daydream Island as a marine biologist and um, there's a Photoshop on the island and I was friends with um, the photographers there and they're just really cool guys and loved watching them like they always had their camera on them and then I worked out on the reef a little bit as well and used to love watching the underwater photographers taking photos of everyone diving and so I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a camera so I bought a camera sort of taught myself and and then I moved up to Swears Island in the Gulf and I was taking a lot of landscape photos and a lot of fishing photos of all the guys that would come back with their catches and that's where I started selling photos. And Tex and Lynn, the owners of Swears, were always like, send that photo into ABC, send that one into morning to the Sydney Morning Herald, send it here, send it there. So I was, you know, listening to them and I got, you know, sold a couple of photos to the Sydney Morning Herald and whatnot. And made loads of money up there on my photos. And um, I mean, it was so easy to take a good landscape photo up there because like so you just step outside and it's like, oh, there's a photo. And then when I left Swears, I went back to um, Early Beach and Ant, the guy who owned the Photoshop on Daydream, was like, come and work for me. So I had no idea what I was doing, really. I'd never taken photos of people before. Um, <laughs> so I went, went and said, yeah, of course I'll do that, Ant, and, and started off as the activities photographer, which was easy. It was just, you know, actually taking photos of the things that I used to do as a marine <laughs> biologist. And then after I did activities, like activity photography for a while he let me do the portraits and I remember the first time I did portrait photography I had about eight eight families to photograph in the one day and it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life I came back at the end of the day and I just cried because I felt so out of my depth um, and Aunt was like that's totally fine that's normal <laughs> and I was like what um, but anyway I Kept at it and then um, I was there for a couple of years, loved it, you know, obviously got better at it and then moved back home, moved back here and I thought, what am I going to do here? I'm like, no offence to anyone that works at Woolies but I was like, I can't get a job at Woolies. Like I'm, I shit in cafes. Like what am I going to do? So I just decided to start my own photography business and, yeah, haven't looked back since. It's just sort of evolved from from there and here we are today. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. What does the average workday look like for you and how does that kind of, I guess, you know, you're describing that that overwhelming feeling when you first started out, but now it, I imagine it must be such a privilege to be able to capture so many important moments but then also generationally and to be able to watch those kids grow up, you know, perhaps the ones that you've taken birth photos of or yeah, newborn yeah. photos. Yeah, it's a real privilege actually. I What I love most about what I do now is that I'm, you know, obviously my own boss but being able to really balance work and home life and it took, like, don't get me wrong, it took me a really long time to get 
where I am now with that. When you first start out in business, it's so hard to say no to people. Oh, you can, <laughs> you're so quick to reply and the excitement for that booking. Yeah. And, oh, we'll do anything. And now it's like, hold on. Yeah. 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 If so, we do that all the time, we're going to burn out. out. Yeah. Mm. And I think for me, like, being able to slowly build up that customer base, as you said, Penny, like with my clients that I've shot their weddings and then then their births and then their family photos and their newborns and then their second births and like it just, it makes me feel really, um, yeah, just really privileged and lucky to be allowed to, into that little nook, that little family bubble mm. and I've made so many friends and lifelong friends who have started off as my photography clients, which is just, just beautiful. It's like the best job ever. Like prior to like running my own business and doing this job, the longest I'd ever been in a job was three years. And like I was working as a marine biologist. I was working as a dive instructor. I was on a tropical, like I had great jobs. I loved every single one of them, but I always got so bored like so quickly and to be here now and have been working my own business for like it must be close to seven years like it's really testament to how much I love it and feel very very lucky but variety too you're not stuck doing yeah. the same yeah that's the other yeah. thing I can chop and change and evolve and Mm. Go with the flow. She can and put do chickens what I want. in tutus. Yeah. <laughs> How often would you say that you sort of get the creative control, I guess, over bringing your own style and ideas in? Because you have done quite a, a number of creative shoots. Yeah, I all the time. Every shoot I try, and if I'm not, I guess as I move forward, I really want to focus more on creative sort of stuff because that's really what I enjoy the most and doing the same sort of photos over and over again in the same sort of style, it, like it kind of, it does bore me a lot. I think that's why I enjoy birth photos so much because it's same thing but at the same time it's really raw and it's so real mm. that you can't you can't fake birth at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or mom, predict mom can't <laughs> or predict birth. Yeah, yeah. mum yeah. can't be in the middle of pushing and then like smile for the camera. Like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But every shoot, I try to bring something that's my own and that's individual. So I often will make my own fresh foliage crowns on location where I just will go and grab whatever branches and flowers and stuff are around and I'll make the flower crown and you know the client can wear that and I think just little things like that help me sort of feel that I'm scratching that creative itch yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to ask if your birth photography and animal photography have ever <laughs> converged <laughs> Uh, only dogs at home birth. Okay. But, I mean, if anyone wants to come and birth at the zoo, like, I'll be up for that. We can make it happen. There's oh. a lot of space there for a blow-up pool. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. There it is. <laughs> Jody, I am tired thinking about what a work day would look like for you, but can you walk uh, me through it? It's always lots of feeding animals, but... You know, the, the new babies, currently we're feeding four goats, so bottle feeding four goats, four times a day. Yeah. Plus I've got a little premi one that's a little bit more intensive. She's under heat inside, very spoilt. 
Plus we got a new pig, so it's on a bottle, five feeds a day. <laughs> two calves, two feeds a day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's before we start, you know, rabbits, guinea pigs, poultry. There's lots of feeding, mm. lots of feeding, but, you know, lots of cuddles too. I think hubby's getting a little bit peeved at the moment <laughs> that I'm sitting on the lounge cuddling an animal at night. <laughs> but I do, you know, Em's always there with me. Yesterday we ducked out and said, oh, we'll do the zoo when we get back and uh, eight till maybe 10 o'clock day turned into eight till five o'clock day. Mm. So hubby stepped in to his disgust. But <laughs> That was my question. How do you get to leave the house when <laughs> you have to? It's, it's definitely a mission. Yeah. Mornings are very long. They seem to be. <laughs> There's so many things to tend to before I can duck out. So mm. it's different now that they're all... I shouldn't say they're all, but most things are at the zoo. Instead of being on my veranda mm. at my doorstep. <laughs> but um we get chased by the lamb down the driveway. She thinks she's a dog. It's definitely well, I think entertaining. Yep. Even yesterday when I checked on Hubby a couple of times, the animals, the sounds we were hearing <laughs> through the phone, I'm like, oh my God, this is what everyone gets when they talk to me. <laughs> it's definitely crazy, but I think a good crazy. Mm. Yeah. So on the topic of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We've done it again. (laughs) You guys are putting together (laughs) kids and animals for a very special event. Absolutely. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so Jody always talks me into doing Christmas (laughs) photos with the animals and every year I'm like, nah, 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 not (laughs) happening. And then then I give in and say yes. So actually this year um, I was like, you know what, Jody? We want to do Christmas photos with the animals. We're going big. <laughs> We're not going to do it small anymore. It's going to be massive. Yeah, no half-hearted attempts this year. Yeah, we've got lots, lots of plans. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. So we're doing uh, Santa and the Grinch photos here at the zoo. Um, and look, there's going to be a whole set. There's going to be a set for Santa. There's going to be a set for the Grinch. You can get photos with Santa or with the Grinch or with both Santa and the Grinch. And, I mean, it's not just Santa and the Grinch we're having photos with. It's going to be, there's going to be, you know, the cows, alpacas, donkeys, chickens, ducks, can turk, not the turkeys. We've no, di- the turkeys might be with the Grinch. We've discussed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the turkeys. <laughs> Santa will have the cute, adorable animals and the Grinch might have the squealing pigs and the turkeys. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's not just going to be um, photos. It's going to be a, a really cool, fun experience for the kids. We've got Santa and the Grinch lined up. They're ready to go. Santa, which, you know, I've worked at the plaza for Santa photos before and I was really shocked to discover that people, like, request the real beard Santa. So we do have a real beard Santa this year. And he's going to be dressed up in his his proper Santa suit. He's going to have a bell. He's going to have presents for the kids. And um, the Grinch, I'm already trying to rein him in because he really wants to be very rude. But (laughs) (laughs) he's going to be fun. He will be, yeah, he will be fun. He'll be behaved, well, as far as the Grinch can be. 
so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that here. We've got a lot of work to set up, but Santa's yeah, like I said, gonna have his beautiful Santa seat in his Santa set, and then the Grinch is gonna be in his own little set as well, and lots of packages for people to choose from. So on a sliding scale of you know. Um, nice and and affordable to like go all out and get all the prints that Jody um, would need to buy. <laughs> yeah, Jody. Wait, the amount of photos I've taken of Jody through the years, like it must be thousands. <laughs> With a non-smiling husband every time. Yeah, so we're really excited because it's local to Barrowville, which is really nice because usually I think for our guys they sort of uh, for the real sort of Santa set photos you got to head to coughs but so it's nice it's nice and close and it's not just Santa I think that's another mm, thing we wanted yeah. to drive you're not yeah. just getting photos you're gonna get to cuddle animals yeah and sneak peek at the zoo if you haven't been it's that's a perfect right. time yeah. to come and have a little look around and yeah. yeah yeah get those cuddles in and check out what the place is all about yeah it's gonna be outdoors you're gonna have nice uh, hills in the background you know, nice setting sun as well. And Santa and the Grinch, I just want to point out they're sort of locals as well. So, and we're paying them. <laughs> so they're not, they're, not, uh, they're not just volunteers who don't know what they've got themselves into. I just want to know how you found the Santa with the real beard. Did you just pluck him off the street and go, you've got a beard? <laughs> no, no, it's actually, uh, well, we've got a couple of Santas lined up. And they're known to us, they're friends, but... Um, the most bashful one is going to be the best one if we can get him in the suit. Yeah, yeah. But we've, we've got a few Santas, yeah, we've really, got, but we've got, definitely, yeah, definitely with real two beards. with yeah. real, yeah. So the beards, the beards are performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're local guys as well and um, the prints, so when we do our print packages, um, I've already spoken to Zenny from Zenny's House of Photography, who I love um, her prints there. Um, I always get my photos printed through her, and so she'll be doing the print packages for us, which is really great. So keeping it really, really local. Okay. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So if people want to book in, how can they do that? Well, it, <laughs> it was completely just messing with my head how to to figure out how to do this without causing more stress. I was talking earlier about home business life balance and how to make things easier. So we've actually got an online booking link and all of the different packages are on that. Bookings open on the 1st of October and the first date we've got set up for photos is the Saturday the 4th of November um, starting at 2.30 p.m. Uh, and once that one books out, we'll start opening up the rest of the dates. It's really important for us to make sure that we're um, giving everything that we've got to everyone that comes. So we really want to fill up each session before we open the next session. It's only 25 people per per day, per session lot. So, I mean, we're hoping to get uh, booked out for every Saturday through November and December. And we probably, I don't know, we haven't really um, discussed what other dates, but um, if Saturdays aren't agreeing, we might open up a like maybe a Sunday or a Friday, um, depending on our availabilities with 
Santa <laughs> because he's a very busy man. <laughs> but, yeah, so bookings open on the 1st of October and if you keep an eye out on my Facebook page, Sarah J Photographer and Creative or Jody's Facebook page, Pets and Critters, that link will go up on those pages um, on the 1st of October when bookings open. If you don't think that a Saturday is going to work, maybe reach out, touch base with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So before we finish up, Jodie, can you tell me your favourite thing about Christmas? I think it's it's the joy, the happiness. It's the time of year that brings people together and, and the happiness comes through. I did think presents too because, you know, presents are cool. <laughs> <laughs> maybe present, present giving more than receiving, like – being with family and yeah Hmm. having teenagers it's getting a little bit boring (laughs) (laughs) you know they've got everything so what do you do it will probably be animals of some sort but (laughs) yeah I think I I do really think that time of year is when the happiness comes out Oh, my God. <laughs> the turkey agrees. Sarah, your favourite thing about Christmas? Eating turkey. No. <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, before having kids it was um, just getting together with friends and having fun. And, yeah, after kids it's definitely um, watching, you know, the joy on their faces, their, their anticipation of, you know, putting out the, the milk and the cookies and the carrots and then the their pure excitement at 5am of, ah, oh, Santa's been and ripping open the presents and, and all of that. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you both for joining me. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's lots of fun. It's a fun. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. If you have a story you'd like to share, reach out to us at info at thevalleyhub.com.au or connect with us on our socials at thevalleyhub underscore NV. Bye for now.